You okay, ma'am? Don't you come any closer, you... you... Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 don't break a nail. We just came in to get my bike fixed. Yeah, we're the good guys. Talk about no appreciation. I don't believe this. I've just been saved by a bunch of giant gerbils? Mice, ma'am. We're mice. Mice? You were expecting turtles, maybe? Mice. With antennas and biker clothes and motorcycles. Don't and... forget your basic studly bods. I've seen better. Maybe, but not with this much charm. Where on earth did you guys come from? Mars. 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 Mars? Is there an echo in here? I don't think she likes our answers. Welcome to Geek Squatch, where nostalgia finds a giant hairy beast and spits out a podcast all about 80s and 90s nerd culture. And on this episode, we are talking about all the cartoons that you either loved or totally forgot about that were inspired by the anthropomorphic craze brought on by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I hope I can know that word every time I try. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um... <laughs> So tonight, guys, we're going to get in the Wayback Machine to 1991, um, and then we're going to do a quick breakdown on just a few of our cartoons that um, were inspired by or just imitated in a way, or just kind of got on the Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles bandwagon because uh, that was an amazing piece of work that we all loved, and they knew we all loved it. Um, but I'm going to introduce you to the crew that's with me, and we got the regular cast again. And as I introduce you guys... You need to let me know if you made a mutated animal team. What animal do you want to see? Alex Hirsch, what's up? Hi. Hello. Yes. Uh, I am good. It is it is the week of the Nintendo Switch, and I'm the happiest boy in the world. Oh. Um, to totally date this episode. Um, so if I made my own anthropomorph- anthropomorphic team, especially, now hear me out. Mm-hmm. 75 of, 75% of the Earth's surface is covered in water, right? Okay. Now, a lot of people might think, and Brandon had, had hinted earlier, like, Alex, you can choose jumbo shrimp if you'd like. I'm not choosing jumbo <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I totally wanted to hear what you na- <laughs> would name your jumbo shrimp team. No, 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 but, no, no. Okay. No, uh, I'm, go- I'm going to choose uh, an army of underwater creatures, right, that are ruled by a team of five dudes who have, uh, who have been transformed uh, and mutated with various uh, different types of cephalopod creatures, so like octopus, squid, all that kind of dope shit. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Those things are bad. They rule that shit down there, man. Yeah, they're smart. The giant squid. Yeah. They're smart. They're you adaptable. They have like camouflage and shit, man. They've got some of them have poison. Oh man, think of think of think of how cool. Not the action figures, not, the, not just the the plastic action figures, but like the interactive like twenty dollar mark figures could be. You know what I mean? They could squirt. Are, ink. are they pirates? You know, I kind of like. Oh, I yeah. kind of do like that idea a lot. In my mind, when you said it, they, they were pirates. I dig that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're okay, pirates. Cool. Totally. Thank you for that collaboration. I will give you an executive right. producer credit. <laughs> cool. The pirate squids. <laughs> I like it. All right, Colin. Colin Perkins. What's going on, man? Uh, I'm so the first thing that popped into my head was armadillos. Yes. Ooh. Okay. 
Um, and I would go with the amazing anthropomorphic armadillos. Damn. All right. <laughs> the triple A's. Okay. It's kind Just of a long, triple long title. But, but they like, cool. go by triple A's, you know. I like the shells. Very turtle-ish, too. Yeah. Very, very yeah, Ninja Turtle-inspired. They would, like, you know, one of their powers would be to roll up and ball and, like, you know, go down the street like a bowling ball and take out the bad So, guys. like, and, like, maybe maybe one of the, uh, maybe one of the, like, sidekick dudes or maybe maybe their, like, main, um, like, equal-level villain could be a pangolin. That would be cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. a sidekick. That can't be a villain. I could never take a villain <laughs> pangolin seriously. Mm-mm. Those things are too damn cute. They're perfect creatures. Seriously, what's a natural uh, armadillo like a like a vulture? Is it vulture Texans? Villain? Yeah, I was gonna say anyone with a shotgun or is probably just Texans yeah, right. in general. <laughs> the villain for uh, armadillo. <laughs> All right, Caleb McAllister, what's up, dude? Hey. So I'm gonna yeah. cheat a little bit here. Okay. Cheater. Uh, Cheater. I'm, I'm good, by the way. I'm, I'm getting over a couple different illnesses. Yeah, Caleb but, almost uh, died on us a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just going to let you know. Almost. And we're, we're happy to have him. Yeah. Kind of. I'm feeling a lot better. I think I have a little bit of a cold, but uh, it's I'm getting there. I'm on the mend. Uh, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to go with something that exists already and existed in the 80s, but never really got its full do and that is mm-hmm. the battle beasts what so you're just gonna re you're gonna revamp the battle beasts? i want them to have they've already been revamped a couple of years ago idw got the rights for a comic book and i think they reissued the toys but they weren't the same they were totally different so <clears throat> i'd like to see them get the full cartoon treatment they never did it was just toys from japan they're technically part of the Transformers universe. They were called the Beast Formers in Japan, and they changed <laughs> them to Battle Beasts when they brought them over by Hasbro. Um, we could do a so whole when, episode. So on So when these you guys. said you're going to cheat a little bit, you just meant you're just going to cheat. Yeah, I'm just cheating just straight up. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. He, so a totally little bit had nothing to do with that. Life. Yeah, that's just absolutely a cheat. Well, it was the that's, first it's thing cool, I though. thought it's of. Cool. So, you know. no, There's no cool. original ideas. They never even had a cartoon, though. I like that's that's interesting. Yeah, I think they deserve. It. I, I think they really are cool toys and would totally deserve a uh, a cartoon. I thought for sure they had a cartoon. They did I, not. We had a bunch of those. Oh, I had a whole bunch too. They're, they weren't like featured in any Transformer cartoons either. Huh? They were in one episode. Oh, were they really of Transformers? Oh, so this yeah. is a full on cheat. It's yeah. full on oh, cheat. No. Yeah, they've even been animated at this point. If you want. I, this is what I want, though. This is, I want a, you know, uh, I want a cartoon with Iggy, Icky Iguana and Major Moose and hey, the heart uh, wants what it wants. Hunchback That's Camel true. True. and I want Night Owl. Of your dreams, Caleb. This is what I want. You almost died a week ago. You can have what you want. <laughs> Thank you. This is Caleb's. This is Caleb's make a wish. <clears throat> Damn it! Make the Battle Beats Beast cartoon. Happen. If all I had to do was go to the hospital to get a uh, Usagi Ujimbo reboot, man, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> right. I'll yeah, put, I'll put myself down for that. I do. Oh that. man. What's your nerd make a wish? That's gonna have to do something <laughs> one day. Right. For what? Like seriously, a Kotor remake is mine. That's pretty high up there. All right, Jamie, are you ready or do you want me to go? No, I'll go. All right, Jamie. All right, how are you doing? We're gonna party. We're gonna do this. Sweet. Um, I am exhausted. I have been packing and taking care of sick children and husband and uh, just going out of my mind trying to get ready for a uh, cross country trip that. Mm. Sprung up on me out of nowhere. I've only been planning it for six months. You two. I was gonna say you guys have been talking about this trip for like a, a year. Trip to Virginia, <laughs> mind you. She's coming. She's coming to the yeah, to the dangerous back door. Watch out. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, no, but of course I waited until the last minute because that's what I do. So yeah. this last week and a half or so has been absolute insanity. Uh, so other than that, I'm great. Also, my parents <laughs> drunk me out of the table last night. So there's that. But Nice. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Uh, I'm going to go. Well, my first instinct was narwhals because narwhals are freaking amazing. It's pretty good. And I feel like they could just dominate. If you gave them some human characteristics and you get that giant sword like horn, they could really a team of them could take over the ocean. It's actually a tooth. So they're going to be fighting with their teeth the whole time, which is. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, nail baby. I will. I will will offer this as an idea. As my idea, at least, uh, maybe taken into consideration, when they transform into humanoid type figures, right? The horn tooth turns into whatever type of weapon they use. Right? Oh, Ooh. yes. Oh, I like, I like it. it. I and like I like that. their names being Tooth and Nail, like it being a duo. That's pretty good. Absolutely. That's pretty good. And you threw that out there? Yeah. And I, I like the Christmas crossover episode where it's in Claymation and they go to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Do they meet up with Rudolph and uh, yeah. Cornelius? Yeah, there's a lot of good, a lot of good things in there. A lot of good opportunities. That was your first thing you said. Was there another one you wanted to go? Well, then as I was thinking, well, then Alex went underwater, and I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't go underwater. That and so kangaroos, the other badasses of the the animal kingdom, like you do not want to mess with an angry kangaroo. That is a lot of muscle. No, they all look like Hugh Jackman. Right? Have kangaroos <laughs> ever been the star of a cartoon? They're always they're always like involved, but yeah. are they were the oh, star. I was gonna say, didn't the the turtles either have an ally or a villain kangaroo? Yeah, kangaroos have definitely been around. I mean, because they always yeah. give them the stupid boxing but, gloves and make them right. into yeah. Well, but they you're talking you're never had see, you're talking spotlight. about walkabout. That is the <laughs> oh my god walk, walkabout <laughs> is the name so of the, is the name of the kangaroo from TMNT. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew you would know. Alex oh. is our is our TMNT That's historian. Hilarious. Well done. Nice. Well done. All right. Well, mine's mine is the uh, sleuth sloss. The sleuth sloss. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they just kind of I don't know. <laughs> They're sloths. I don't know if you want to go that's with all, the SS. That's all I got. Weekend, it's, so sloths are like, funny ass animals to me. To so no. yeah. They have to. Yeah, exactly. Everything's super, but they have to be sleuths because they can't be action. So they, they're very good detectives. Because yep. mm-hmm. yeah. They, that's all that's staking all out. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're going to get into some animal teams that actually did exist, and we'll help you remember those or look back on those fondly or not. I think that we have all a little bit mixed opinions on some of them, um, and we'll talk to you right after this break. Hey, it's the Sky Guy coming at you from good old FSU. That's Fishu State University, where those shark monsters were spotted earlier making their grand exit. Shark monsters? Get with the program, pal. We're the street sharks. Yeah! Awesome! Hey, check this out. These are the shark creatures before their famous geneticist father played Frankenstein with their DNA and turned them into street sharks. That's a lie. Dad! Totally outrageous. What? Uh, Guys? Sorry, Ben. Maybe we can fix it. Oh, sorry. Got me, Saul? Maybe I'll go get something. Pizza okay? Pizza? How about burgers and shakes, okay? All right, guys, we are back, 
And before we go a whole lot farther, I know I had to name the show Ninja Turtle Copycats just for no real um, other way to say it. But I don't want it to sound like it's a negative, like like I'm being negative about it. Like I fondly remember, especially a couple of these cartoons we're going to talk about. And I just didn't have another way to put it. So I don't want it to look like we're you know, talking trash on these. Although I think we will on, on one or two of them. But, um, but anyway, I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there. I don't want you to be listening and expecting us that we're just going to rip apart these cartoons that you may or may not have loved. But um, we're going to get into the Wayback Machine. Um, we're going to jump in and go to June of 1991 because that is the release of our first subject, the Battletoads. Um, and it's kind of like the first real, first one of these on the list. It was the, it was the oldest one. So um, this is kind of the date I chose just because I could have picked any of them I wanted. Colin would have been 11. Caleb was 8. Jamie and Brandon were both 7. And Alex was 4. Um, in the news of June 1991, I just kind of wrote down here a lot of boring shit. <laughs> sure. Nothing. Yeah. No, nothing going on in the news. Yeah, I'm not going to bore you with dumb political conflicts and stuff like that. So um, um, let's, let's move right ahead to we're awesome still things. still here, so they obviously we're all fine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, to awesome things, though, which were the top movies of June. June had three different box office top grossing movies in the first, second, and fourth week of the month. The first week of the month was Backdraft. Oh. Okay. Great movie. All right. Good movie. That's a cool movie. Second week was City Slickers, that Billy Crystal yeah. gem. That's a Love funny it. movie. That's a good one. That's totally that's a great weird. Movie. I, I remember watching that with my dad growing up and just mm-hmm. being a, that was a, a good one. Billy Crystal. Fourth week, a movie I love, and just recently in my life, I've realized that some people do not look at this movie fondly, which blows me away, which is a Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. The Kevin Costner joint? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm down yeah. with that. I absolutely love it. I'm down it's with okay. that. Right. Caleb, tell me why it sucks, because I imagine you're the one that does <clears> think it sucks. <laughs> um... You know, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I couldn't tell you why it sucks, but... Uh, <laughs> I knew it! It's it's not... I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Right. Just Kevin Costner. I'm not a Kevin Costner guy at all. He's just so blah. It's got our man Hans oh, Gruber man. in there. So blah. So. Yep, Hans Gruber in there. Morgan Freeman. Kevin... Or Christian Slater. It's got a um, kick-ass song. It does. What song? Oh, what was it? it Everything was, was I Do, Brian I Do Adams? For You. Yeah, Brian Adams, right? Yeah. Because that was actually the number one song. It was one of the number one songs in June. It's not the one I went with because the one I picked was was number one for three weeks. But, yeah, that everything I do was number one at the beginning of the month. Um, but the number one song at the time was Paula Abdul, Rush, Rush. Mm. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. and okay. Yeah, Look here's a little bit of that for your ears, you know, in, in the background. Oh, and someone added to my notes here something that I totally missed for some reason. Um, the first Sonic the Hedgehog game was released on June 23rd. Right. So that's pretty cool. I yeah. love that's Sonic. Huge. That was my favorite. To go down in infamy right there. Yeah, the day that spawned a million DeviantArt accounts. Mm. <laughs> <I love Sonic. laughs> it was so sad. Because I grew up in a, oh. a Nintendo household, so I had to go down the street to play the Genesis. Yeah. I remember. I had, uh, it was yeah, rough. We were only, rough. We were only Nintendo household also, and... Um, my uncle bought a Genesis for their for my for my cousins. I remember that being a big deal when he got that, and we played uh, Sonic and Evander Holofield boxing. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, I also yeah. I also had an uncle with a Genesis, but he was like eighteen or seventeen or something like that. So I would just go to my grandparents' house and play with him. It's good times. Nice. 
Sweet. All right. Well, I'm sure Sonic is will be a will be a Geek Squatch subject at some it point. Be right, I don't know I if any of us love Sonic, but it's probably I do. Worth I love talk. Chili Dogs love more than I love Sonic. That's for sure. <laughs> I love Chili Dogs from Sonic quite a bit. I, I agree. That's definitely a better iteration of Sonic. Um, is the fast food joint <laughs> than uh, the Hedgehog? Yes. But that's my opinion. Sonic anyway. kissed a real life woman one time, and that that ends it all. Hmm. What? Oh, that's really? true. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Why is that I gross? Mean, well, I mean, romantically, like it was cute when April would kiss the turtles on the cheek and stuff, right? But not. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh, really? right. that's pretty sexist. Right. Jeez. <laughs> what is, is it sexist? It's anthropomorphic. Ist. 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 <laughs> I, was, I was reaching for that. <laughs> Where I'm supposed to go with that. Anthropomorphist? There's somewhere. <laughs> All right, guys. Our first show tonight is I already mentioned it, but it's going to be these guys. All right, so that is the music from the Battletoads video game that was released in June of 1991, as we mentioned already. And that's it's probably the way that this Battletoads is a little different than the other subjects we'll talk about here is that Battletoads copied the Ninja Turtles in video game form first. Like, they were trying to, um, to jump on the success of the, the Turtles arcade game. Um, in, in 91. So when did the Turtles arcade game, I should have done better research and know when the Turtles arcade game came out, but, um, Alex might know top, off the top of his head, but, um, it's side scroller beat him up and pretty much impossible to beat. Um, other so than that, that was an arcade cabinet first before it was, uh, no, was it wasn't an arcade cabinet until 94. It was just an NES release. Whereas the TMNT, oh, NES, the TMNT yeah. arcade game was 89. Yeah. 89. Okay. And it wanted to get its NES port. Uh, that I don't have off the top so, of my head. A little bit, a little bit later right than that. But, but it was an NES. Um, so Battletoads was just an NES cartridge um, first, and it was just the same kind of, I mean, obviously a different setting and different, you know, things. like. But still, that it's that side-scroller beat-em-up, mm-hmm. same style thing. And clearly just their toads instead of the turtles. Right, you know? yeah. And they um, and their like fists get really big when you have like a big mm-hmm. punch, or their foot gets really big, right? Yeah, yeah. Have a big kick. And is it the first right. game where like he like one of them's fist turns into a hammer? Or maybe they all do. Um, in the first game, they have very similar abilities. I'll talk about how that changed a you little know, I bit. Played that. I have a rare replay, and it's on there. But I, I do too. I and I actually, I installed it, and I just didn't get a chance to get to it. And a lot like like Jamie was saying, it's just been a crazy week. Same here, kind of. I'm I'm sitting on my mom's couch right now, guys. I'm 34 wow. years old. How long has it been? And sitting on my mom's couch. Um, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving tomorrow to Denver. By the time you hear this in your ears, uh, folks, I'll be there for about a week and a half already. But um, yeah, that's um, so. It's been a crazy week here too, packing and doing all that stuff. So I didn't get a chance to revisit the video game. I wish I could have though, but I have before, and I think I always put it down in about five minutes. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's just a, not that fun. Is a bad video game. Uh, you can get a lot further now with Rare Replay because you can uh, they have an instant rewind for 15 seconds, I believe. So yep. I've gotten, I think, 75% of the way through. And even then, I was like, this is too hard and taking me way too long to do this. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. 
Seriously. So wasn't the the tough level like the like you were on a vehicle of some sort, yes. right? Yeah. And yes. You, you, were, you were on like that basically. little hover biker thing or whatever it is they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And the th- and the thing is, is like it requires inhuman reaction time to simply. I mean, like literally inhuman reaction time to be able to play that yep. game and, or play that level and and succeed without memorizing it first, without playing it five hundred times first. You know what I mean? Is it randomized too? Like, I is think it? I it might be. Specifically dropped, like playing it originally, playing that game back uh, in the day. I feel and like that was the level. I reading some on. stuff on it that it was not. It wasn't randomized. It was something you okay. could so memorize. You'd have to memorize. But even then, it was like crazy quick reaction patterns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had to you had to know like ups and downs on the screen and and jumping over obstacles. It was just pretty much even even memorized. Damn near impossible. Yep. But um, but yeah, I didn't get to revisit it anyway. But I think we've all have experience with playing this, right? Oh, yeah, this absolutely. this this iteration which made them popular. I remember going to a friend's house at one point and playing it with him. It, originally back in the day, it's probably the only time I played it as a kid, and we thought it was awesome at the time. We didn't care how tough it was. We probably didn't get past the first level. We just probably kept reloading it because mm-hmm. we're just mutant toads punching shit, you right, know. Right. And we were totally into that. So I remember. Th- liking it back in the day and not realizing how awful people thought of it but that does sink in though like even as a kid when when a game when you do hit a brick wall in a game mm-hmm. after a while you're like eh, yeah this sucks <laughs> so it did get some sequels um in 93 it got battle toads in battle maniacs um sequel which is the stupidest name ever mm. um and then also got the battle toads and double dragon crossover and those were all, those were both nes releases and oh, then in 94 it got the arcade release and it wasn't until the arcade release that they all they all got kind of uh different abilities and different looks and stuff to them the original game they all control nearly the same but um we should talk about their names Zit, the names pimple yes. and rash zit mm, pimple classic. and rash <clears throat> yep um which i think it's funny <laughs> we're gonna talk about in a minute the the animated cartoon which lasted a whole 22 minutes. Um, the series. The series is 22 minutes long because it's terrible and it deserved only 22 minutes. And it's funny, like, I expect it just to be like a tie-in to the game to kind of just peak interest. It seems to me the way it ends that it was going to be an ongoing cartoon. That's no, a pilot. It's a pilot and for just, a show. Yeah, it just never got picked up because it's so bad. But it's funny that the, the princess names them and honorably what? names them Zit, Pimple, and Rash, like as if they're like honorable names. Yeah, it's weird. Like I thought there'd be some funny way that they, some funny reason they had the names or whatever. There's not. She just names them those. And for then some Rash says, uh, "You're gonna name us these horrible names." Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, totally Jesus cool, Christ. man. Oh, and they totally got the 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 California the California surfer. Well, it's in Oxnard, California, is where the Battletoads are from. I'm like, if you've ever so been to Oxnard, like, it's, uh, it's a small little coastal town that's full of uh-huh. rich people. Like, yeah, I vacationed there three weeks ago, um, and we did it. We rented a little beach house. And it's a cool little town, but it was kind of funny to hear that name. But it's definitely it's it's a is it even a surf town really? But anyway, whatever. Yeah, kind matter. of. That, They've got that stereotypical Southern California voices and, and, and attitudes. And because th- that's what was cool in the, in the 90s for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yes, if your cousin but, from California um, came to visit me in Virginia, I would have been like, so you are a movie star, right? Like you are right. actually <laughs> that's, the coolest person right. ever. Okay. Did that happen to me in 2003? 
Yeah. People, yeah. Uh, especially over here, people from California love to tell you they're from California, too. It's a great thing. It's fantastic. It, it, com- it comes out within the first four seconds of conversation. Right. Really? Yeah. That's right. ridiculous. I'll keep that in mind when we get over there. Yeah. In, in Colorado, you hide it. You do not let people know you're from California because Colorado oh, Hate California transplants, yeah. Because oh, we're I all mean, coming just, there just and turning it general. blue. You are. Yep. Seriously. Get out of here. Seriously. I'm from California, so I can't really talk. Loser. Um, I know, huh? The one thing <laughs> that I took away from this show is that their their catchphrase of when they become... Because it turns out that they can turn into the toads at any given time and mm-hmm. go back to being their very nerdy selves. Of course, one's the fat kid, one's like a punk and one's just a, com- a really bad computer nerd who's not actually good with computers. It's um, so funny. It's yeah. so dumb. <laughs> and, and their catchphrase is, let's get warty. Toads, prepare yourselves. Let's get warty. Toads Oh, oh, good. Clever. Nice. Brutal. And then so when good. they change back, it's Ooh. let's get normal. I hate this so much. It is <laughs> so, so bad. Like, so I don't terrible. even want to do the rest of the show now. I'm just so bad. <laughs> you, like, even kids realize that was bad, obviously, right? If there was just a pilot. Well, the pilot yeah, didn't was... get past the the networks. No one wanted to pick it up. It was terrible. Oh, so it didn't even air? Mm-mm. No. Well, no, it aired over Thanksgiving weekend. It did air, okay. but it didn't yeah, get... That's what I'm saying. It didn't, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the one, I think, on this list of things we're going to talk about where it's just it's just a blatant ripoff of the Turtles, and I don't think any of us love this franchise. Um, no. But it's funny. It does have a bit of a following because they've... They're trying to bring it back. Does X Microsoft own the rights to the Battletoads? Yes, because it's a rare property. Rare. rare, that's right. Okay, so they did. They put them in one of them. I think it's Zit. I, I shouldn't guess. No, it was Shovel Rash. Um, well, all three of them are in Shovel They're in Knight. Killer Instinct. The one, and then uh, one of them, I think it's Zit, is in Killer Instinct as a playable fighter. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to? You want to know why I think personally this is all taken off? Is because in two thousand and seven there was. A uh, a meme, and when I when I say meme, I don't mean the fucking popular 2017. Uh, it's a picture with words on top. I mm-hmm. mean, it was like a, an inside joke on a particular image board where everyone was calling GameStops across the country and asking if they could pre-order Battletoads 2 or Battletoads or Battletoads for the Wii or hey, do you have any Battletoads in? It was supposed to be this dumb thing like why the fuck would anybody play Battletoads? Why was it in? Wow. And then it became this big deal sort of outside of that thing. And then it kept like snowballing out of control to where people were like falsely remembering this is a good game. I've never met anyone that's like this game. Hmm. Ever. I've met a ton of people who have played it. I've never met anyone that's like, oh shit, yeah, dude, Battletoads was great. <laughs> uh, and I think that's where it's just sort of like, it's it's turned into this weird, like, inside-out boy internet joke. So if they make uh, a remake Xbox Live Arcade style game for 20 bucks, do you check it out? Absolutely not. No, I would not. <laughs> I might. I'm not gonna lie I have to you. No guys. time. I have no time to. I, I will not spend money on anything with the name Battletoads on it. <laughs> I don't Spencer own Rare Replay. Wore a Battletoads shirt to E3 a couple years ago, and everyone lost their minds thinking it was gonna be a big thing. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I had no idea where it came from either because I don't know. I just remembered it very. Just it was something that existed back then, and like, I never thought of it real fondly. The concept is sounds cool, right? <laughs> like just the name Battletoads. Like, all right, that could be well, something cool. And some of their um, powers, like you turn, they turn their fists into like hammers and swords, and and like morph their fists into objects and stuff. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's a cool concept, but it was just executed poorly. So no one beat the game. No. Nope. <laughs> it's not. It's I, not I, beatable unless you cheat the whole way. And even then, like it's so long. Why? Why are you even bothering? What do you, you've got? Got better stuff to do with your time. Come on, people. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what game is hard as hell but fun to play. That it's like it's sort of like a weird laurel if you if you're able to beat it. It's like fucking Mike Tyson's Punch Out. That is a fun game mm-hmm. that right. is hard that you deserve praise for beating. If you ever beat Battletoads, I like I don't want to look at you because you probably have like seven arms. You know what I mean? Like how the hell did you do that? <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, so it's the game. No, obviously known for its difficulty. Like we said, I looked it up on a list. IGN did a list in 2007 of the toughest games of all time, and it was number eight on that list. So, all right. definitely what it's known for. Up there with like Contra or the original Contra. Without um, the code. Yeah, exactly. If you don't get the 99 lives code, um, but yeah, I forget what else is on that list. I knew for a minute, but I forgot. But so other mean mean Caleb only was that looked into the cartoon at all. Um, I, so I opened them up as you were sending links, like throughout the week, I would like, uh, kind of start peeking at them and found that my patience for a lot of this shit has weared pretty thin, um, or worn pretty thin. Um, I did go today and watch a whole bunch of shit, but Battletoads survived about 15 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, it was dumb and bad, but it's that first one. I mean, it was, uh, cause we love the turtles so much. That's what they fed us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they wanted Jesus. us to pick up and on. I should know that 1991, the reason that, like, I feel like this stuff all started kicking off around 91 and, like, in the subsequent years is because 91 is the biggest year for the Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah. That was when they hit their, like, major stride. Well, they are probably the number one animated series, the number one toy line, one of the yeah. number one arcade games. I mean, 91 yeah. was the year, that was the year uh, Turtles, the Turtles movie came out. Oh, God. Um, really? Yeah. The first one? Yeah. Jeez. That's 91? I thought, how come I think that, I always thought that was like 89 or 90. I'm but, pretty sure it's 91. Because Secret of the Ooze is 92, right? Oh, they are. Check, check they're the back show notes. Back. Check the show notes. Yeah. Show no- oh, for when we <laughs> talked about the Turtles back in the day? Yeah. Or did you load it into here? No, okay. Um, no. It was 1990, yeah. I lied to you. Because ninety, because didn't they air Na- back? Ninety one was ninety one was Turtles two. That was when it really, that yeah. was when it really blew up. Yeah. Didn't literally the movies come out three years in a row? All three movies? Shit, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't. I, 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 as I said in the Turtles episode we did, I don't. I think I watched three like seven times. Yeah, it's yeah, over it's, my life. It's pretty bad. I rewatched it recently after we did that show. Uh-huh. But Jamie, no, no memories of the the Battletoads, huh? Zero. I got just sitting zero. here like I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Right now. <laughs> the only reason I know Battletoads is because of the rare replay, and so it was on at our house for a minute while Caleb was like, "I'm going to play this now. This sucks." And this game, there was sucks. a lot of this sucks. I never want to play this again. The only, I only played banjo. I need to go back to my re- rare replay because I only like played half a banjo. Before we move and, on to the next thing, I also want to say like, how incredibly pissed off would you be if you went out? And spent sixty to eighty dollars of your money on a Nintendo on a, on a Nintendo Entertainment System game pack, and you brought home that sick, dope ass Battletoads box. Oh, that's true though. And you that's cracked that cool. open, and that's what you had to deal with. Because the art the on is, that thing is like, is, looks pretty sweet. That's probably what we loved about it, right? Just the yeah. art on that. That's why everybody knows it. That's why you rented it, right? Yeah, it's right. Like, oh, that game looks great. And Let's then you put that. it in, and you can't get past the first fucking level. Nightmares. That's true. That's true. All right, Battletoads. Uh, we'll never here. talk about you again. Maybe <laughs> yeah, until we do the full episode about them. 
I yeah, never, I don't I think that's necessary. That. That's, that's kind of why I did this episode, so that we could talk about these ones that probably don't deserve their full episodes. Um, we could probably just do quick little segments on them. But hey, if you want to hear more about the Battletoads, you want us to honestly do Battletoads research and play this game, you let us know by emailing us at Geesquatch. <laughs> Squatch at podcast.com and we will do that work for you guys stop that reverse um, it podcast at geeksquatch.com podcast at geeksquatch.com thank you um all right guys we will leave them in the dust and coming up next are these dudes Those are the biker mice from Mars. Seriously, some badass dudes. I love the biker mice. Yes. Yes. Yeah? yes. Anyone else have experience with them? Do you remember watching these? Caleb, Colin, Jamie? There's a lot of uh, Rule 34 porn out there for them. I know that. Why? Hell yeah. There's Rule 34 porn for everything. That's true. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, I knew see... the brand. I knew the name, but I don't think I ever really watched it. I watched, I, I watched an episode thing, or two things they do with this week. arm, though. Sorry, Colin. I was talking over you completely. Um, I just said that I I knew the name, but I never got into the to the cartoon at all. What, what was it? A Saturday morning cartoon? It was a. It, I remember it being a Fox Kids thing, but I couldn't find any confirmation on that at all. Was yeah, that? I feel I feel like I called it after school. Yeah, I feel like okay. it was an after school thing for sure. Um, um, yeah. In '93, I was probably starting to get too cool for school, so that's probably right. true. Yeah, I mean, like we said, you you were 13, so yeah, yeah. probably. So yeah, this was released it. in 1993, September 18th. It ran for three seasons and had 65 episodes. Um, the Biker Mice. Um, they had a revival series in like '07 too. Yeah, that's that's I I accidentally started watching an ep- I actually watched the full episodes and started watching the second one. And they made a reference to them returning to Earth. And I was like, wait, shit, is this... Oh, no, I'm watching the reboot. <laughs> and had to go back <laughs> and, and find And then it. you're like, man, there's a lot of like weird CG bikes and shit here. Dude, like, yeah, no, literally one like went past. Like, that was a weird look. Like, almost, like, it was CG, but just it didn't sound right to my head that it would be CG. Does that make sense? In 93, right, right, it was like, yeah. it just must have been drawn weird for me for some reason. But um, anyway, so I did go back and watch the 93 cartoon. And in my opinion... I, I still love I still watched it very nostalgically. I watched like three episodes this afternoon and yep. and had a good time watching it. Um so the biker mice, unlike uh the turtles and unlike uh Battletoads, who are kind of like mutated, I guess. They were like there was a spell on the Battletoads which transformed them. Sorry, I promise you we wouldn't talk about them anymore, but but the biker mice were not formerly humans or anything like I guess the turtles weren't either, but they weren't even mutated. They are just mice from mars like there's just a there's a colony of evolved mice that lived on mars 
Um, Mars gets um, over um, resourced, I guess, by the Plutonians. Plutonians? Is that what they're called? How come I can't? Plut- that stupid word is always. Plutarchians, no, I, I think? The it's been Plutarch, yeah, Plutarchians, which is the dumbest villain name. Like, what is that? Doesn't even have like a. Yep. The the reboot series, <laughs> you like didn't have, you didn't have to think in the nineties. People were building made worlds so much in the nineties. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's overly resourced and and no longer livable, and so they have to um, leave Mars and they land on Earth in Chicago, and they crash through the. The scoreboard of Quigley Field, which uh-huh. is yeah. so the nubs play. Yeah, the nubs, exactly. yeah, the nubs. So those are obviously uh, um, the instead of Wrigley Field, that where the Cubs play, it's Quigley Field where the nubs, the Chicago nubs play. Um, but and they meet up with a, a female mechanic because they got to get their bikes fixed, and she becomes like your April O'Neil character, um, and. Anyway, we got the mice. Let's talk about. Did you, these did, dudes. You, did, you, did you happen to catch the fact that her name? I, I'm pretty sure her name is Charlie Davidson. <laughs> it's oh yeah, Charlie. But is that her? Is her last name Davidson? I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure that makes perfect sense, though. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, that does make sense. I, I think you are correct on that. But we'll talk about Charlie in a second. The mice are um, their leader, the one with the brown fur. If you remember the kind of look of all these guys was Throttle. Um, and he was kind of your logical... There's three of them. He's kind of your logical leader. And I think the... the I don't even know if the character archetypes really parallel the Turtles greatly, other than Throttle's very Leonardo, and Vinny is very Michelangelo. But Modo... I don't... He's, he's not, like, brooding like Raphael. Like, I kind of wanted to make... See if there's, like, a parallel for him. But Modo's right. kind of just, like, a gentle giant, you know? Like, he's not yeah. really... He's a real he's a real badass dude, but he's not he's not like constantly wearing that on his sleeve. Yeah, he's not Raph or on his si- on his so, cyber arm. I guess if you parallel these <laughs> to the turtles, there's not a Raph parallel, um, which is fine. There's only three of them. Um, but so Throttle's there. Throttle is voiced by Rob Paulson. Hell yeah! Um, which you would recognize as the voice of the original Raphael and Donatello from TMNT. Okay. Um, he also voiced Yakko and Doctor Scratch and Sniff in the Animaniacs. And um, also Pinky from the Animaniacs and or Pinky wow. in the Brain. So that's among his some 250 animated voices he's been credited to. So yeah, He's a legend. Um, and I want to I I clarify real quick. He voiced Raph in the original TMNT. He voiced Donnie in the uh, oh, yeah. here. Yeah, he, he's, the, he's the current voice of Donatello. Thank you. Um, yeah. Like I said, our TMNT historian. Hey, I, man. Didn't, I didn't do Ninja Turtles research because I knew Alex was going to be on the show. You gotta stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's Throttle. Then there's Moto, which we talked about quickly. He's the he's the large uh, Grayford one, and like I said, he's the gentle giant. He's got a robotic arm with a laser on it, which is awesome. He is he uses, my favorite. <laughs> he uses it offensively as a weapon and mechanically as kind of a helps him kind of get through situations. He's voiced by Don Harrowwood. Um, basically, nothing real big. He just had a his a long working actor type of career as a voice actor and on screen. Um, he did play the alternate voice of Shredder in the original TMNT when um, when Uncle Phil wasn't available. And he was in four, you hear him in four episodes. I'm not sure exactly which four episodes, but he was in that. So You can definitely hear it when it happens. 
Can you? That's funny. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. It's look not. Back it's and... not awful, but it's definitely jarring when you're used to when you're used to hearing James Avery's mm-hmm. amazing voice. Yeah, for sure. But Moto, so Moto's the big guy. Like we like you said, gentle giant. Um, I love these. I think all three characters are awesome. But my favorite is this last one. My favorite was always Vinny. Um, he was the Whiteford mouse. He's got the play loose attitude. He's he's your Michelangelo like. <laughs> Um, he rides a red sport bike where throttle and moto both have choppers. Um, yeah. and, and that was the one toy that I know I had. I definitely had a Vinny and his red sport bike toy. Nice. And, and I was, and I was a, I was a big biker mice from Mars toy guy. Um, nice. moto had these little, uh, these little, like they didn't launch, but they were, I don't think they launched, but they were like little missile things in his robot arm. His arm had like a little hatch on it. You could lift it up and he had these little things you could stick inside there. And I don't remember if they actually shot out or not, but I remember taking my, taking my moto action figure to school in kindergarten and, uh, uh, losing the, the, I don't know, the, the ammo or, or lasers or missiles or whatever the hell it was. Um, and was being, I was really, really upset about that. Um, I'm legitimately getting on Amazon right now as we talk to see if it's affordable to buy some biker mice from toys. Oh my god! Hit, <laughs> yo, yo, eBay, eBay, that shit, dog. I want to put these on my shelf so bad right now. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I want. No, yeah. Caleb, bad. stop. No, I am not stop. interested in this show. No. This show is a blatant ripoff. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> see, Caleb. Okay, let me just let me start before I let Caleb talk. Caleb's gonna let us know why when he was ten years old. He knew and understood that the biker mice were a ripoff and didn't like him for that reason. <laughs> I don't like Caleb any of these shows for that exact oh, reason. Snob. Is because they're just they're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're just bad imitations of of the mm. holy grail. You know, like why would mm. I settle for something holy that's grail? Really, that's less. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were your holy grail. If you hey, man, hey, you put hey, a lot hey, of things hey, in hey, perspective. Yeah. If you look at the quality of the animation in these shows comparatively, the turtles almost always rise above. I don't know. Biker Mice animation is pretty damn good. It's okay. Uh, so actually, uh, uh, Street Street Sharks is also okay. Um, mm-hmm. Balotos is ugh. no. Well, that's that's awful. Yeah, that's that's we've agreed on that. Yeah. But, but uh, see, I don't know, man. I'm all about. I like. I I had a good. It was different enough for me. It's all derivative works. You know what I mean? You know, and I think one of my the reasons I picked out the the ones we're, that we are talking about. I'm just not fully spoiling our final one, but they're all um, they're all these anthropomorphic characters that hang out with like human biparts you know and, and are in on real earth like taking care of real they're not like none of them are like aliens or you know full-on like mutants in space and that kind of stuff that was, those are the ones i didn't want to talk about but so the but this even though it follows that formula so closely was different enough for me and almost like just cooler to me not cooler i don't want to say that because i love the turtles and always did but this was just it was just as cool for me i loved it just as much mm-hmm. when it was out they had, they had more attitude though, right? More attitude than the turtles. Um, as 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 bikers, yeah. I mean, they kind of had the biker attitude a little bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe Vinny Vinny probably did for sure. Vinny had a Vinny had a mouth on him. Yeah, Vinny was Vinny. very cocky too, man. Vinny yeah. Vinny thought he was hot shit one hundred and ten percent of the time. Yeah, 
and Vinny, Charlie, Charlie Davidson, which is awesome now that that's kind of been. Someone should definitely fact check that just just before we throw it all the way out there. But, um, uh, yeah, him, he, him talking to Charlie. Well, but it's not unlike, you know, um, Mike, Mikey talking to April or and the newer one. I guess it's more Don, uh, Don Tello's, the one that's always sitting on April, huh? But um, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Oh my God, it's it's actually like it's, it's creepy. pretty bad. It gets yeah. creepy, <laughs> exactly. But back in the day, it was definitely um, Michelangelo always kind of flirting with April, and but Vinny flirts with Charlie, but like hardcore. Um, and I wanted to real quick, Vinny, the voice of Vinny was um, Ian Zierig. So um, Jamie, you can tell us how much you love Nine Hundred Two One Zero real quick if you want. Yeah, because it's amazing. <laughs> Although I didn't like him, he was really annoying. Was it? Was he a dickhead he on that show? Oh my he, god! Yes. He? he was total dick. Absolutely, yeah. it was the um, worst. Yeah, curly it's, blonde hair, all gelled and gross. I want to say, <laughs> I know that this had Biker Mice has three voice credits from nine hundred two one zero alum. Um, one of them is Luke Perry. He Dreamy. played. He was a a villain, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was uh, Napoleon Bree. <laughs> That's another thing, but I love the, about these shows is the um, so cheesy. Yeah, I mean the nice. main villain we'll talk about next. It was Lawrence Limburger, Limburger cheese, because that's you know shitty cheese. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was the bad guy because it's not good cheese. Um, who knows, Alex? Trivia instead of cheese, which here's something I appreciate about the biker mice. They could have easily went for them being obsessed with cheese. They're not though. They're obsessed with something it. else. I got it. You want me to answer it? Do it. Hot dogs, man. Hot dogs and root beer. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get them dogs. You can't go wrong there. It's a classic combo. Hot hot dogs and root beer. Mm. So I kind of appreciate that for it, that they weren't obsessed with uh, just, it wasn't just a basic, your cheese or your pizza, you know? I mean, I don't know. Caleb, I think you're a snob, bro, is what I'm saying. I'm at. cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. I I, <laughs> I grew up more on the, the cartoons from the I love 80s. you. Um, Brian so. Austin Green was Rimfire. He was Moto's nephew. Oh, he's yeah. overprotected by his peers on Mars because of his age. So he's another mouse, apparently. He's a... Um, that makes yeah, it into little, a couple little, episodes. Little, yeah, he's a little tawny boy. A little, little light-colored mouse. Yeah? No. I don't. I don't remember him. I can't. I can't picture him, at all. Um, Stoker was uh, kind of a, a legendary old mouse that they all look up to, um, but Lawrence Limburger was the was the the main bad guy. He was in the first episode. You're convinced he's just a human that's just um, kind of just an asshole, like um, very very Trumpy. Like I can say that. <laughs> he's Trumpian. a real estate guy. Trumpian, his his thing is, is a, he's trying to buy up all of Chicago, and you think that that's the only reason he's just trying to kind of over monopolize Chicago. But in fact, this motherfucker is an undercover Plutarchian. What? Wearing wearing a rubber human mask. What? Yeah, I know. I was so betrayed. It was like it was it was a it was an insane reveal. Did not um, see that coming. Yeah, it was it was yeah. <laughs> Seventeen minutes into that episode, man, and it tore it tore me apart. <laughs> but he's Heartbreak. in fact stealing resources from the Earth, much like they did on Mars. So that's why the biker mice get involved to stop him from over resourcing Earth and making it unlivable. Um, 
Dr. Benjamin, oh, he's voiced by W. Morgan Shepard. Um, no real voice credits to him. I, can't, I put the voice actors in here, and if there was, like, a voice credit that I recognized, I'd put it on there. But um, he didn't really do anything special. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Benjamin Boris Zachary Zart Carbuncle was the was his sidekick and mad scientist. The um, It's revealed later on in the series that On Mars did experiments on the biker mice. And it's much why they have their kind of mechanical abilities. So um, Moto's got his arm. Uh, Throttle has his goggles. Because Throttle's eyes don't actually work. He just sees through those green goggles. (laughs) And uh, Vinny just has kind of a burns on his face. That's why he wears the faceplate. There you go. So Lab rats. They were lab rats. That's why they hate his carbuncle. And when they discover he's on Earth, they got to stop him too. I do want to um, say, Jamie, um, I just want to stop you because I know you may not have been the biggest fan, but uh, Moto gets extremely upset when you refer to them as rats. No. Rats! My mama didn't raise no stinking rat! Understand? <laughs> I did not mean to offend. Yeah. Oh, great. He, his, rat in fact, his, his signature, his catchphrase is, my mama didn't raise no stinking rat. Exactly. Exactly. Oh so what do they I prefer to be called? Mice? Mice, they're really? mice. They're not rats. Jeez. All right. <laughs> um, you don't have to be such a rat about it. God. Throt- throttles a uh, catchphrase in this wild and woolly universe. There are three th- three things you can count on: your brains, your bros, and your bike. Oh my God. Let's rock and ride. <laughs> Words to live by. Words to live by. Oh, that's my new Instagram quote. Done and done. Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, and then the, the main, like, the stereotypical bad guy muscle sidekick was Grease Pit. Um. <laughs> Your shitty bebop rock steady, uh, exactly. parallel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, actually is kind of really disgusting. <laughs> he is <laughs> yeah. constantly dripping grease, and every movement he makes flings grease. Yes, and it makes a horrible like. And it is just a, just a just a slapping. It's a it kind is. of sound. Oh, it's, really, it's gross. It's outright gross. Like you want him off the. You want them to kick his ass as soon as possible to get him out of there. Um, he's voiced by Brad Garrett of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh thing. yeah, the big tall guy. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna so, ask. Yeah, because I'm not. I wasn't a Raymond guy, so that's yeah, that's, that's the giant man. Yeah, he's Ray, <laughs> also brother Matt on uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, he's got one of those voices that just he belongs in, in voice. He's a good actor, too. Um, but he's just got one of those voices that, you know, he should be contributing to many voice acting works. And he does. Yep. He's got he's got a pretty long list just because, you know, he's he's the voice you want to find for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Grease Pit was, yeah, like like Alex said, he's your, he's your bebop and rock steady um, like on there, so. Um, what am I missing from Biker Mice? Like, like I said, they're, the whole plot was them just kind of stopping Limburger from taking over Chicago. Um, they they always destroy his tower, so it's no reason. <laughs> yeah. It's no reason I thought I, I thought Trump. And I don't want to. I'm not getting political. Geek Squatch is not political, but um, it's a, it's a very much a parallel to that. Like I almost feel like there's inspiration there. There was inspiration there. Um, with Trump in the early '90s, with his towers and with his name on them and stuff, because he does, he has Limburger Tower and Limburger Industries is buying up all as much of Chicago as possible to, I don't know, farm the earth. 
Take yep. over the world. Take over the world. Um, also, uh, also uh, had a pretty decent Super Nintendo game. Yeah, I watched right. part. Right. I didn't play this, but I watched it. Is it just like circular racing? Yeah, if I remember, I remember liking it. I, so I feel like, and I could be wrong, I feel like there was one that was released for the NES as well. And I don't know if it was released in tandem or if it was before or what. Um, but I remember having or renting the Super Nintendo one. Um, mm-hmm. And b- being like being into it, it was cool. Let's see. Um, yeah, we got a, an SNES release um, by Konami and... Um, a 2006 video game for the DS and PlayStation 2 um, that did not get positive ratings. And Except 2015 had a mobile <laughs> game. So that's pretty new. I'm going to have to check that out. It is a Marvel Comics um, product oh. um, franchise. So um, Stan Lee is, is, is a credited um, producer hmm. on this little note. You know, I don't know how much actual say he has over it or anything like that or if it's and I don't think it had very much more than just like short comic series one or two of those but never not a running not a running series so um Colin you too cool for school on Becker Mice yeah I was probably too cool for school like I said I was familiar with the name but I didn't really watch it the show at all so I can't Mm -hmm. comment other than you know watching an episode or two here prepping for the show but um, you know, the, we talked about the animation a little bit. Like the animation felt similar to the Ninja Turtle of the original mm-hmm. um, series. Um, like that, that I, I remember the Turtles specifically. I remember watching Hardcore the first couple seasons, and it felt really like a lot like that from an animation standpoint. Um, but you know, I could see the appeal. If if I was the right age, I would probably totally have watched this this cartoon and, and had fond memories. But it just it just missed me altogether. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely was just it was created to sell us toys, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I was okay with because I loved action figures. Man, I played with action figures way too late in my life. <laughs> I still, I still pose them and take pictures of them. If I had like, them, I would play with them. No, like I legit like fought and <laughs> like would like luck. lock the lock the bedroom door when I was like you know in eighth ninth grade and like would fight my action figures like I don't know. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. I was into Legos until I was like fourteen. You so, never yeah. grow Thanks. out of Legos, though. Legos are legit, dude. I would. I there was a, a packet of uh, uh, architecture Legos you can buy. You know, to right. basically like uh, ideate with Legos uh, for architects, and I was like, I kind of want those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even now, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I just, yeah. Do you? Yeah, still... Do you want to buy these? Do you want to buy these weird scale Legos so you could build a, a, a copy of the Louvre to put on your desk? <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. I love that Alex has been linking me eBay, um, e- biker mice on eBay. Dude, I'm, so, I'm so I'm just saying, I got you. Stuff. I got you. Dude, and I'm dangerously <laughs> there's gonna, specifically like, play there's with... specifically a couple of Vinny links in there just for you. Nice, oh beautiful. God. Yeah, like seriously, I have some Ninja Turtles action figures that I call statues on my shelf. That I <laughs> I don't know, know, Brandon. You might want to be really careful where you go with this, Mister. I'm going to play with my action figures, and I need more action figures living on my mom's couch. This sounds like fun. <laughs> exactly. <That's all> right. <laughs> I'm never going to grow up. Yeah, hey, I still into uh, awkward territory there. <laughs> I, I still cup water in the shower and throw it at the wall like I'm throwing a fireball. No one else does that shit. Hell yeah, yeah. I mean that's still happening. No, I I shave and wash myself in the shower. No, you don't, you liar. 
I like to take right. my hands. I like to take my hands and let the water run down them and it'll run off your fingers individually and I pretend they're lasers. Oh, yes. well, yeah, okay. Yeah, everybody does that. See? Once Not while. everybody does that. Still, I still do that. Boys, right. you guys are so weird. All right, guys. So Biker Mice, out of the five of us, uh, it's got at least two thumbs up. Colin, you give it a thumbs up? As far as you know, I I approve of it, you know. (laughs) I'll let this stand. Jamie, did you get a chance to see any biker mice at all? (laughs) Meh. It falls into that, like, just terrible writing, hard to watch 80s cartoon. So, you know. Killing me. Killing me. It's fine. It's whatever. All right, call me. This is thirty-year-old Jamie talking. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Twenty years ago, you wait. You wait till thirty-year-old Jamie. No, you wait. You wait. You wait till fucking the Shira episode comes out. She's gonna be be buck wild on that shit. Geek out on us. I can't wait for that. Want something Jamie can geek out on again for sure. Um, All right, so we're gonna move on from the biker mice. We got Caleb's opinion, and we don't like it, so we're gonna move on. (laughs) You no longer count to (laughs) these guys. All right, and our final subject tonight is those Street Sharks um, who aired in on September 11th, 1994 <laughs> and ran three seasons and 40 episodes. I tried to get past that before Alex could laugh at the date. It didn't work. Um, I'm going to give you Jesus a basic Christ. plot rundown um, of the Street Sharks real quick, and then we'll kind of get into what we remember of it. But this is... This is a truncated from Wiki. It's it's my rundown, but and from what I watched too. But Dr. Robert Bolton invents the Gene Slammer that can combine the genes of aquatic animals and humans. His colleague, Dr. Luther Paradigm, wants to use this machine for personal use to make thugs for himself. Dr. Bolton catches and attempts to stop him, while Dr. Paradigm uses the machine on Bolton, but we don't see him again. Paradigm then wants to continue tests to continue to test the machine, so he decides to trick Dr. Bolton's four sons into the test, and ta-da, we have the Street Sharks. Jossum. Hell <laughs> yes. So, such a basic, it's just like, watch, this happens within like the first ten minutes of the first episode, and it makes zero goddamn sense why yes. <laughs> this, like the bad guy, well, he wants to test this machine out and make thugs, to do something like it doesn't really necessarily explain what he's trying to do. And, um, so after he do does away with like the main scientist guy, he decides, Hey, I got an idea. Let me give his sons these mutant powers. What? What? Yeah, and it's so totally. random too. Cause he's talking to his secretary 
And then the secretary, or the assistant, or whoever she is, and uh-huh. she's like, "Oh, so you want me to call the boys and tell them to come here?" He's like, "Yes, yes, tell them to come here." And she's like, "But why?" He's like, "It doesn't matter. Just call them." <laughs> like, exactly. It cancels all my appointments. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. he, does. he does. I think it's line for line. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. It just blows me away. Like, rewatching this, I didn't realize how just how dumb that plot is, and why you would give your potential mortal enemies these powers. Well, he could never have foreseen them turning on him so horribly. Well, after he mutates them, he then wants to figure out how to. I think it's in the second episode how to take the compassion out of them. Right. Um. Maybe you should have thought of that part first. With another just... animal that's more vicious than even a shark. <gasps> there could not possibly that... be anything. Yeah. No. Apparently it's a piranha. Oh, but spoilers right. on that one. So um, hmm. so there's four sons of Dr. Bolton that become the street sharks. And they get mutated for good. once they get. So they start in the first, ep- first half of the episode. You get their human um, personalities and human um, animations. Um so it starts with John Bolton, who gets mutated into Ripster, the leader of the oldest four brothers, who enjoys creating inventions. He's taken up most of his knowledge and skills from his father. He's also an avid pool pay- player. In the first episodes of the show, John rides a motorbike, but when transformed into Ripster, he becomes a great white shark able to bite through steel. Um, that is so- handy. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah, dude! Great white, like that's the he's that's that's the number one, right? That's the one you want to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know these Sharks guys are in the nineties stuck with Tiger Shark. Spoilers: wow. Tiger Sharks are not very violent. They're awesome no. though. Yeah, all but spotted. Anyway, tiger um, in the name. Ripster <laughs> is voiced by Lee Takar, which the only thing I could find in his credits that you guys might recognize he he voiced Frieza in Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah. So that was a complete redub, Alex, when they did Kai. Uh, well, yes, it was, but not for, like, so some characters reprised their roles, like, uh, Chris Sabat, um, came back, and, and Vegeta came back, and a bunch of other, a bunch of other characters, um, but they changed Frieza's voice and a few other people. Uh, I don't like the new Frieza voice, I, pr- I preferred the original, like, a lot. It was, the original voice was very, like, um, androgynous, and, like, kind of, like, vaguely feminine, mm-hmm. um, and I, I appreciated that. And they made it more masculine with this guy? A little bit. It's weird. Um, so, anyway, so that's Ripster. He's the he's the great white. Um, the second son is Clint Bolton. Um, he becomes Jab. Um, he's the laziest of the street, street sharks, but enjoys boxing and appears to have some talent with mechanics. When transformed into Jab, he becomes a hammerhead shark mm. who uses his head as a battering ram. That's the worst shark to be, right? The hammerhead. The hammerhead. Like, just awkward, look right? Weird. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, which eye do I look into again? Head. Which one? Right. The right <laughs> one? The left one? The right one? The left one? Just pick one. Just pick one! <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he uses his his uh, head. To, I, I guess in the first, in the couple of episodes I saw, I never saw him use that a whole lot. The only one I saw use their power quite a bit was, well, Ripster biting through things. Like how he gets, how he gets uh, named. One of their one of their um, kind of allies um, down here. What his Ben's the like weird their weird little sidekick guy. Um, Ripster kind of bites through this steel door, and he, and he names him on the spot. Oh man, you just ripped right through that. You're the Ripster. <laughs> Here's what I don't like about the Street Sharks. I like the Street Sharks just fine. 
Um, I like Biker Mice more because I think that they are more unique characters. Each, all three of them are 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 really unique um, in who they are. The Street Sharks all seem like they have the same personality to me. Hmm. I don't feel like I don't feel like they're yeah. different individuals. And they try to kind of separate them in that beginning, the opening scene when they're all humans, and they show the one kid's super lazy, and the one guy's kind of smart. And, you know, the other guy's kind of a, an extreme sports nut, that kind of stuff. So you mean the um, show that was invented for uh, action figure sales alone isn't as deep as you want it to be? There's your jab, Caleb. You got it. You got it in. You got it in. You scored it. <laughs> um, jab was voiced by Matt Hill, which you might also have known around this time, or a little bit earlier than this time, as Captain N. The Game Master. Oh, a great show. I like the Game he was, Master. He was the voice of Captain N. I mean, it's a bad show, but it's a great show. Oh, it's oh that's such a good nostalgic. Yeah. Like, it's a it's bad animation and a bad show, but yeah. I have, I have never seen that. Captain N. I don't. I didn't even know what that was. I oh, just bro. What? We're going to have to do an episode. Alex? <laughs> yeah, me neither. Are you uh, kidding me right now? Oh, it's great. Wow. God, I even know it that looks, one. Was this a Nintendo Zapter? Yes. Yeah. Is this a Nintendo I show? I am so oh, blown yeah. away right now that you don't know what Captain N is. Dude, he got sucked Ooh. into the Nintendo, right? Wasn't that the Dude, thing? your the Nintendo fanboyness yeah, just got stripped. Oh, I love like, that you show. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, but Jesus. This dude's straight like. I know what I'm doing tonight. Allies himself with Simon from mm-hmm. Castlevania. Yep. Oh, that's right. And yeah, yeah. He, like the bad Mega guys Man are like too. King Hippo and um, yeah, and Mega Man. The bad guys are always King Hippo, which for some reason is like a weird ass color. He's he's and like this uh, dark green, he's like blue, bluish. Is he color? green? Or blue? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know who made you know who made the music <clears throat> for for Captain N? Hmm. Huh. Haim Saban and Shooky Levy, the of guys course. from Power Rangers. Yeah, of for real, bro. Like the the Mother Brain from Metroid is like the main yes. like, villain, dude. Oh, it's crazy. it's a I Nintendo franchise cartoon. How do you not know about this thing? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Keep shaming him. Just keep shaming. For real. Anyway, yeah. I feel we'll broken as a person. I feel broken. Well, you should. You should. I'm. My There's a, a hole in your childhood. <laughs> Right there. Oh, I, honestly, I recognize the jacket. That's about all I remember. <laughs> when I put that in there, the he voiced Captain N, I thought I'd get the biggest reaction out of you. We should move on. Whatever. Because I'm just, yeah. <laughs> um, in anyway. summary, Brandon is very disappointed in Alex. <laughs> I, I mean, like, if you really want to talk about Nintendo TV shows for just a hot second here, like, I also, like, I probably saw two episodes of the Mario Super Show and, like, none of the Zelda show until I was, like, 21. Well, the oh Zelda show was God. on Captain N, dude. Like, it was, yeah. like, it would open, it would intro, like, like 10 minutes of Zelda, and then the rest would be Captain N. Oh, yeah. well, see, well, the way I caught it was on DVD, but the way I always heard it was it would be, like, it would be, like, the Mario Brothers Super Show, and then they would, like, on, like, a certain day of the week, it would Friday. be Zelda instead. Yeah. Yeah, they, but they, they played forever ads for Zelda during the Super Mario show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You watched right. half the episode just well, in ads. excuse me, princess. Oh, God. Oh, so Lord. much. So Any bad. goddamn way. Tell me more about these street people. All right, let's move <laughs> on to Bobby. Yes. To Bobby Bolton, uh, Robert Bolton Jr. Um, he, became, he becomes streaks. Um, he's a level-headed, <laughs> no cool, and self-proclaimed... Ex. Ladies, man, with an X. Yeah, streaks with an X. S-T-R-E-E-X. I'm sorry um, to interrupt you like that. that no, that's <laughs> that fine. Got that, me. That, that got me. That a thousand percent needs pointed out. 
Um, he's a self-proclaimed ladies' man. He's always shown wearing his rollerblades, which I always thought was cool. He was my favorite probably in the cartoon because he was, he was always blading around. And I did rollerblades instead of skateboarding as a kid because I was lame. And it's not lame. It's it gave cool. me it justified it justified my fact that rollerblades were cool. But could you could you blade backwards? No. Oh, I could. What? For one second. No. I could. What? Caleb played. I only I was very good at rollerblading, but I tried. Oh my god. There was a time I Wait, wanted you, to be really good. You said that rollerblades were lame? No, I always they were, thought they were. Uh, well, were rollerblades are amazing. Did you? They're still cool. Okay. Rollerblades were cool. Maybe it was just the childhood I had that, like, the skateboarders always made fun of the rollerbladers. We were not cool. That, that does happen I, I didn't a lot. realize there was a, a war going on. Not there a is. war, man. Everybody, everybody's, out, everybody's out there to dodge the cops, man. But let me tell you, like, in my crew, <laughs> <laughs> look, in my crew, in my crew, we only had two guys on rollerblades, period. It was Big Tyler and that was Kevron. And of course, and, uh, <laughs> I feel like if Kevron got <laughs> mutated into a street shark, he would be streaks. Kevron um, got a shout out. On no, the he'd Metal be Gear Kevron. Can you keep that name? Or no, that's, that's cool probably name. true that too. One? That's right. No, true no, too. Kevron got a shout out on the Sandlot episode because Kevron is my buddy who always tells oh, the fucking Sandlot story. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the friend that I want. I want that friend. Yeah, he's great. Um, so streaks was a tiger shark, hence the name streaks, um, because he had the stripes like a tiger shark, um. And episodes one through three, he was known as Blades and then got named Streaks um, after that. So um, a cool voice thing by him. He's voiced by Andrew Andrew Reynolds, which I don't know if anyone of you guys know him, but um, he was the original cast as Elder Price in the Book of Mormon nice. Broadway, um, which is cool for me because I have a picture with this dude. I went and saw the oh. Book of Mormon when it was on Broadway with the original original cast. So I have a picture with him. And picture with uh, Josh God. You so, so you have a picture. Fancy. You have a picture with your favorite tree shark, is what you're telling me. I do, and I didn't know that till right now. How badass! I wish I would have known that at that moment so bad right now. Yeah, you should right. have brought. You should have bought the action figure, have him sign it, and everything. Oh yeah. my god, I want to go back to that day now, like so bad. I have his autograph on the playbill. Nice, but well, anyway, could, uh, just draw, just, just draw budget. streaks, just I draw have, streaks okay. on top of it. I have a photograph with streaks and with Olaf. Come at what? me. Come at me. What? I am kind of jealous about the the Olaf one. Josh Gad. You should be. Cool. He's amazing. You um, should be. God. He's bad. Hot takes, guys. I okay. fucking hate Olaf. Go ahead. <gasps> what? Big yeah. Slamu was uh, Coop Bolton. I don't want to kill us on our time. <laughs> Coop Bolton was mutated into Big Slamu. He's the strongest <laughs> and the youngest of the four. He's also a football player in high school. In the first episode, he uses a skateboard. Um, when transformed into Big Slamu, he becomes a well shark. His most prominent maneuver is the seismic slam, yeah. in which he may shake or crack the ground with his fists. This gets overused in the first in the well, episodes I watched. He's constantly just slamming the ground and shaking people off their feet. That's all he does. Hey, dude! If that was my new power, I'd be like, check this out, and yeah, and constantly yelling out anytime they yell into a door, getting ready for a fight. Shark attack! <laughs> Might I point time. out that awesome. uh, that whale sharks do not have teeth, so Ooh. does not does not work Continuity well. For, error. <clears throat> yeah, they they actually uh, they eat more like whales do with bait. You know, like they suck in krill. krill. Yeah, yeah. So why are you letting cool. your knowledge get in the way here? They're trying to do something, Caleb. Because Caleb doesn't like fun cartoons. <laughs> Caleb's no um, fun. He's voiced by Kevin D. Williams, who I legitimately couldn't find any credits for. So, good job, Kevin D. Um, 
the bad guy in the slamu money. The bad guy in this we talked about quickly in the plot is Doctor Luther Paradigm. Um, oh God, he's, he's a uh, all I can think about is this guy sitting in his house. I had that big slamu money. I blew it all. <laughs> Coke and oars. <laughs> He's like he's like at a bar. It's like four a.m. You know what I'm Do saying? You like, know? They're, they're, they're literally they're kicking they're pushing him out with a broom. Yeah. And he's like, I used to be Slamo. Do <laughs> you know who I am? I used to be somebody. Oh, shit. Um, I used to seismic slam all over the place. Oh, it was Jossum, uh, man. You don't even know. Doctor Paradigm. Um, eventually, he tries to remutate the sharks in episode two. With uh, so he tries to add. Uh, piranha DNA to them um, to make them more vicious, so they could so they will be his thugs, and it doesn't work. And the thing, the machine gets turned on him, and he gets injected with the piranha DNA and becomes uh, a piranha who the de- the street sharks dub Doctor Piranoid. Terrible, Great. terrible. Great. Um, I'll run through this real quick. And you uh, like this show? I did like this show, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I liked I liked Biker Mice more, but Street Sharks was absolutely 100 percent watchable to me, and and action figure 100 percent watchable. Loved it. I, I did love it. I loved all this stuff, man. Um, uh, Lena Mack was their their biggest ally in the beginning. She was Doctor Paradigm's like student who realizes that he's doing some evil crap and helps the sharks out. And then Benz is always on their by their side. Um, he gives them motorbikes in the second episode that kind of all like, are, I don't know, kind of fit them each um, physically, um, and uh, whatever. And episode sixteen is revealed that he can't be mutated, so he's always on their side and kind of helping them out. Um, Wait, I want to play a quick fun game. Why can't he be he, mutated? He has a gene. Um, oh, you want me to get into this? He has a genetic trait that's passed <laughs> down to his passed down to him by his great great. Great grandfather, who is a member who is a member of the resistance against De- Doctor Paradigm, and an alternate future, as seen in the episode Sharks to the Future. Wow, I'm Jesus so glad you asked Christ. that. Question. Thank you. I feel stupid. Uh, that go. makes sense. Please continue. No, cool, that makes sense. A cool little um, <laughs> tidbit about Street Sharks: every episode, every episode name has the word shark in it. Of course, that's yeah. what you sharks! do. Stay on brand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So look those up. I, I meant to put some in here, but I wanted to play a, a different fun game. Um, so, Great. quick game. Which I'm of these? <laughs> which of these is not a Street Sharks villain? Oh, oh my god! god. Th- these these names are fantastic. I hope all they're right. all real life things. Okay. Um, okay. So A, and I'm gonna go to you guys. You guys gotta each individually submit your answer. A is Slobster, a mutant lobster. <laughs> okay, and they're all like uh, marine animals. That's the theme for Street Sharks. B is Slash, a swordfish that mutated with a drill for a nose. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. C is Octojack, really a mad pirate octopus with a hook oh. and claw tentacle. Stole your idea. Okay. Damn it. And D is Shrimp Louie, a mutated shrimp who's actually a coward that uses big guns. Oh, my God. Or E is Clamando, a dock <laughs> worker that fell into toxic water near clams. All right, it has so to be real. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to Colin. Okay, again, Slobster, Slash, Octajack, Shrimp Louie, or Clamando. 
Colin. Man, Hoosier they all are so plausible. They're so they're all they're all real. They all are all real to I, me. I think I did a decent job with my with my. You did a good one. job. I'm gonna go with Slash because that one. Yeah. Okay. So Slash, Colin says is fake. Caleb, who's your fake Street Shark villain? Well, I know Slash was real. Uh, oh. So ooh, I'm gonna go. Oh man, I'm gonna go with Commando. I love that name, but I think it's fake. All right. Alex, who's your fake street shark villain? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, I also, I'm also really feeling Clamando. Um, I think, I'm, I think that shit. Can we, all, can we pick the same thing? I feel like go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm going with Clamando as well, but I just want to give a fucking special shout out to the name Slobster. <laughs> that is Slobster. Yes, that is incredible, one way or another. <laughs> Jamie, Brandon, if you came up with your... that. If you came up with that, I owe you ten dollars. <laughs> Jamie, who's your fake street shark villain? All right, so my first instinct is to go Clamando, um, but I, I'm feeling like you're being tricky, and I, I'm going to go with Slobster only because it has the least information. Like, Slobster's That's just a point. mutant lobster. A Everybody point. else has, like, a story. So, That's true. So I'm going A. Well, Slobster is your is your um, stereotypical just kind of brute villain, uh, like your rockstar named Bebop, who didn't need much. That's all he was. No. He was the muscle. Slobster's real. Man. If you watch the first two episodes, Slobster and Slash are rockstar yeah. named Bebop. That's yep. funny. Slash is in the first. Which, Colin, come on, man. You just finished watching. I watched the seventh. I, I picked oh, the seventh episode. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Clement, Clemando, also real. Oh, shit. And I really Shrimp. want to look up art for Must this guy. I just saw his name written down in, in a list. And uh, I really want to look up art for him. I didn't get a chance to do that, so go do that. Um, the other two options were Octojack, a pirate octopus with a hook and claw tentacle, or Shrimp Louie, a mutated shrimp that uses big guns. I made up Octojack. Shit. So, thanks, guys. Uh, you don't remember? You guys made me feel real good about I'm so tricky. The the pirate octopus is fake. Oh, okay. Oh, that one. Uh, I would talk for Good sure. God. Look up. Jeez, I, you know what? Everybody at home, stop the podcast. Look up fucking Clamando from Street Sharks. It is gross. There's a link in the chat for you guys. I'm good with this. I'm good with you. Hear us all typing real quick. Yeah. I need images oh, for this real quick. Wow. That's amazing. That's so oh, bad. What? That's what a, is this? That is a nasty man. Horrible. That's a dirty right. boy. He Alex, looks like a California right, raisin yep. with a fucking hat. I will never okay. sleep the same. That is that is horrific. That's gonna haunt me. I was gonna give you ten seconds to describe what Clamando is. It's it's like one of those big um, uh, pearl clams, and it's opened. It's got a hatch on it, so it's open in the middle, and inside is this like blobby dude with giant teeth. Why does he have teeth like that? Yeah, and he's he walking on awesome. marine life in their teeth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the clam is the the whole body and the the arms come out the sides. I know why the arms out the side like that. He's got he's got a bandolier. Horrible. Yeah, a weird bandolier. I inside appreciate the that shell. he's wearing pants though. I mean, that's yeah, nobody something. wants to see his dangus. All right, guys, my question for you to wrap up: Street Sharks. Did any of you make Vin Diesel proud what? and own Street Shark toys? No. Why okay. do I say Vin Diesel? Because Vin Diesel has an awesome toy fair. Um, it's not really a commercial. It's just somebody using it, like can't, like videotaping Vin Diesel working the Toy Fair in '94. Uh, it's before the oh, show comes wow. out, I believe, because he says some of the names wrong, and I think they're still prototyping them. But he's totally selling Street Shark toys. Oh, it's good. It's fair. like a solid like couple minutes of Vin Diesel just talking about Street Sharks. What, what are we looking at? Here? We're looking at Boomer. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. 
Say hello to that round mound of pound and his power slam. Very deadly. He loves to tenderize the competition before he eats it. Then we've got Sledge the Hammerhead. Sledge the Hammerhead loves to floor the competition with the flying headbutt. You got me? He's the leader of the street sharks. He's a great warrior. He's got the feel-real shark skin, and he's, his special power is the right-hand roundhouse punch. He sends the competition to a watery grave. Boom! Death. Tell you, I want to show you something up close and personal. I've got something here with such fantastic detail, it's going to blow you away. Head shark! <laughs> All right, Vin selling them toys. Jesus. Um, Alex, you had some street sharks? Hell yeah, and they were heavy as fuck. For like, oh, really? yeah, mm-hmm. for what they were, because they were like, they were on the same scale as like most of your. Uh, they weren't like GI Joe three point seven five, but they were like, uh, like on the same scale as like Ninja Turtles were. Um, but they were obviously they were a little bit bigger than the turtles, and they were dense. They were dense as plastic. Like you could you could most certainly give your brother a concussion with those. Mm. <laughs> uh, my street sharks oftentimes fought my ninja turtles. That was that was a big deal. Um, I bet. Yeah, because they they like they look like villains in the turtle universe. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're too yeah, jossum right. to be good guys, in my opinion. <laughs> too jossum. Um, they, did they Jab's head shoot right? off like a battering ram? Mm. Say what in your toy? Did your toy? Did your toy jab? Did his head shoot off like a battering ram? Uh, that's that feels that familiar. Vin commercial. That feels familiar. I don't remember, man. Honestly, I just remember having them, and I remember them being heavy as hell. That's. I mean, like they were dense toys. I don't remember having toys. I remember wanting them, but I don't remember ever actually getting my hands on any. I feel no. like I might have also had a hand puppet that was a Street Sharks hand puppet that, like, you could, you know, you get, it had arms that you could punch. Oh, with. and it was like oh. rubber, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Had those. Vin Diesel wears one of those in this in this Toy Fair of thing. Of course he it's does. Awesome. There you go. It's yeah. great. Because I, I was gonna say, because I feel like I had one of those. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I feel like whenever I'd go to buy toys, I wanted these guys, but I feel like every time I went to buy toys, I would always kind of go with the faithful and just get like an X Men, a new X Men. Yeah. Or something like shit. I always wanted these like offshoot ones, but I always felt by the time I got to the toy aisle and I really have them both in my hand, be like, do I want a street shark or do I want Nightcrawler? You know, right. you and want like, a Nightcrawler, of course, exactly. Yeah, and that's true for for every X Men really over this stuff. But so I figure that's I think that's why I never had um, toys of all of all these outside the biker mice. But yeah, all right, guys, we're gonna jam through some honorable mentions. And see if you knew of any of these cartoons growing up. Um, you made up all of these, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> these are all, all real. They're all fake. These are all 100% real. Um, and very much in, all of them inspired by the Turtles in one way or another existed because of the Turtles. If the Turtles didn't exist, these cartoons wouldn't have existed. Um, the first one is Samurai Pizza Cats. Yep. Yes. Alex, favorite. what do you know about Samurai Pizza Cats? I know you know um, something. So Samurai Pizza Cats was actually was a Japanese show that was dubbed in English um, and was a little bit different in Japan. Like when it was dubbed over here, they were it was always kind of like a kind of like a comedy sort of problem of the week kind of thing, like, you know, in the same vein of like Turtles or anything else. Um, But I feel like they were 
I feel like I remember reading something about there being like very cle- very key points of the show that were changed around uh, when it was brought to America. Now I didn't catch Samurai Pizza Cats until we started getting more uh, Eastern stuff over here um, where mm-hmm. I lived. So I was like probably I was probably closer to like ten or eleven before I ever saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember liking it a lot. So it was adapted by Saban. Yes. Um, and what they it was initially was a very it was it was a similar concept over there in the animation and all that, but um, they added the pizza element altogether. There wasn't oh, a pizza okay. element in the Eastern version. I didn't read your and, notes. I just see this right here. <laughs> and they made them uh, very of a lot more um, quippy and a lot more puns and all that stuff to kind of appeal to the Western audience. Right. So I can I can tell you that it is currently on Crunchyroll. Cool. And the the pizza element was a hundred percent just a. This is what the Ninja Turtles do. This is what we're going to do. So 100% why that, that existed. Um, the second one on here, I'm going to skip around what's on the notes because I'm going to go by order of, of date. And I'm going to let Caleb take over the one that he added for me. Sure. What, what, what do you got in 93? I got uh, the Stone Protectors, which is a British-American-French multimedia entertainment property consisting primarily of an action figure line and animated series based on oh. Troll Dolls. Nice. Yeah. We, we you mentioned this earlier, and I didn't I didn't look into it at all. Holy shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was very. I had a lot of these derivative of the turtles. Um, each had a stone, did different things. They each had different personalities based on archetypes. You know, bad boy, smart one, leader, uh, goof off, that kind of thing. So they were like 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 ninja troll dolls. Yeah, yeah. Ninja they were also a rock and roll band at the same time. That was their twist. Of course oh, they were. Perfect. Nice. Of course. All right. Also in 1993, there was the Avenger Penguins. That's amazing. I've never heard tell of you, this before, but I would absolutely watch that. I'll tell you right now, if the peng, if, if this wasn't, if I didn't know this wasn't taken, it would have been my choice for um, anthropomorphic animal to begin the show. Um, <laughs> penguins are hilarious and awesome. Um as and and I think as as crime fighting penguins would be great. So this story revolves around three bike riding penguins that actually uh, biker mice um, admits to kind of being well. They're they're very similar in that um, they inhabit big city, which is obviously just a very generic big city. There you go. Um, uniting to protect it and its citizens from the evil Caractus P Doom. An insane and reclusive criminal criminal scientist. The penguins attempt to prevent Doom's schemes, but find themselves also often hampered by their own miscommunicating and occasional scraps with other biker gangs infesting big cities, such as the Stink Brothers and a canine squad of Hell's Angels. I think this was mostly a British show. Surprise. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember reading something. It was, it, was a, it was a UK thing, right? Yeah. It must have been. I don't know. Do you th- but they, do you think they've used a real Hell's Angels inspiration? Like, did they call them the Hell's Angels? That'd be awesome. If it was in the UK, they would have gotten away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also Hell's funny Angels. because in the UK, they couldn't call them Ninja Turtles because it, it would draw uh, similarity or, or, yeah. or attention to ninja weapons. So they called oh. them Hero Turtles. But I could totally yeah. see them calling them Hell's Angels. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. So yeah, that's the, that's the Avenger Penguins. I read a little bit more on these guys. Apparently, it's a very self-referential... Um, make, kind of making fun of the fact that they're anthropomorphic penguins, and that makes no sense. Um, there's a lot of jokes that it references. Probably went over to the kids' heads, but the parents probably caught and, and appreciated. Huh. Um, so I, I I did watch about ten minutes of an episode, but I was a little distracted, so I didn't catch. I didn't get real into it. Um, 
let's see, so that was 93, so then in 96, we have one that, uh, well, Colin, you're too old, man, or I thought I thought you'd be into this. <laughs> we have the Mighty Ducks cool. animated series, which, um, which for some reason, they, so, so Disney has the rights to the Mighty Ducks, um, the hockey team just renames them. What, what what is up with that? When did what came first, the chicken and egg on that one, the hockey team or the or the Mighty Ducks movie? The movie, movie, movie first, yeah. and then the hockey team, and then the and yep. then Anaheim got a hockey team after them. Yep, that's, that's so crazy. funny. That's so weird. They named themselves after a Disney movie, and they still exist. Yeah, that's great, good. So, um, so obviously, it's inspired in name by the Mighty Ducks movies of popularity. But for some reason, when they went to do an animated cartoon, instead of following the kids, they made up these alien ducks that played hockey, and they were they were <laughs> the mighty. That's a fun ducks. show. I watched that one. Yeah, it checks out. I watched it. I re- I remember it. Um, I remember loving it. But um, I, rem- I remember being around. A cool little note on here: um, Jim Belushi did a voice mm. in the Mighty Ducks show. He voiced the the manager of the ducks, who was a human character, but um, it's kind of cool. Um, all right, the last one I have in here for honorable mentions is the Extreme Dinosaurs. Extreme. Um, who, funny enough, probably are are the, one of the more successful things on this list. Um, they had a, um, more episodes than the Street Sharks. Wow. Um, yeah, they were a spinoff of the Street Sharks. They appeared in the final episodes of the Street Sharks as the Dino Vengers. <laughs> um, and, they, and they earned their own show. So... Extreme Dinosaurs is probably something I I think that and the My Ducks just came a little bit too late for me. Yeah. Um, to still be watching these these kind of shows, so but I think I think they probably you don't know Extreme Dinosaurs though, Alex. I figured that would have been something that would have been up. Uh, no. Huh. Um, I kind of looked into. It. I did That's... a little more research, but I didn't want to take too much time at this part of the show. But um, it seems it looks looks cool. That's the worst name out of all these. It two. really it is. It's like they weren't even trying. Well, Dino Avengers is a better name. I wonder why they didn't just stick with Dino Avengers. Yeah. Although that's not a good name either, to be honest. It's better that's than dumb. Extreme Dinosaurs. Anyway. <laughs> all right, guys. Any any honorable mentions from you guys outside of Caleb Stone Protectors? Do you guys think? Can you think of anything more that? Yes. Yes, I can. What? Real quick. The Got Cowboys of Moo Mesa, man. Wild oh, West shit. Cowboys. Oh of Moo yeah, Mesa. we totally forgot about those. Yeah, I oh, know they were they were, on, they were on my short list, but I didn't, <laughs> Hence the cowboy. I was part. never into it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no man. Wild West Cowboys and Moo Mesa. That was an awful show. It was bad. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> but it was created by uh, Ryan Brown, who did a lot of work for the Turtles uh, during the Mirage days, and then into its uh, animated series and um, action figure phase. Uh, he created mm-hmm. a bunch of characters in, in the Turtles. Like he created Mondo Gecko and shit. He was an oh, anchor nice. for the uh, comic book, right? Yes, gotcha. A trace, nice. Yes, yeah, um, there's the the Rover Rangers, which were the dogs. Mm. I, have, mm. I don't have any other context mm. for them other than that they were they were dogs. Dogs that yeah, pe- people with, or dogs with people bodies. It's weird. They oh. were, huh? They were like full on people bodies. That's I mean, they weird. all kind of are as much as possible. But um, there's also there was the Bucky O'Hare one, yeah. which I kind of I I left out because that's. It, it's more of a parallel to the turtles. Just it wasn't as it did, never reached the success. It wasn't necessarily inspired or existed because of the turtles. So that's why I left them off because they're both of their comic runs both started in '84. So Bucky O'Hare existed in '84. 
Um, oh, and and they and they went for an animated series that started after the Turtles and took very very much tried to model themselves after it, but it never got as popular even close. Um, but that's kind of why I left it off. It wasn't necessarily a copycat of the Turtles or an- inspired by. It just kind of <clears throat> was around the same time. Had anthropomorphic heroes. Um, it just didn't get as popular. Alex mm. Usagi yes. Ojimbo. Um, that was yeah. the same creative team for Teenage Ninja Turtles or no? That was uh, Stan Sakai. Okay. And Stan Sakai but they was were friends just, or something? Yeah. They, 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 he, he uh, I believe it was Kevin Eastman in particular, but I could be wrong on that. But Eastman and Laird and Sakai kind of uh, collaborated back and forth and did guest panels and guest comics and stuff all the time. And then uh, Usagi made his way into the animated show. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Our Ninja Turtles copycats and or inspired cartoons from the our love franchise, the Ninja Turtles. We will be doing a more in-depth Ninja Turtles. We have one. Is, was I think that's like episode two or three. We did Turtles. Yeah. Um, and like did that. a real basic overview. I mean, it still was – it almost took us two hours because I don't know what, I don't know how we do that. Um, so <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do a more focused Turtles show either on the cartoon or the movies here coming up at some point. But – um, we of course love our turtles. Um, I guess we're going to close out right now. We'll be right back with Crypto Geekology 20 questions after this. Alright, welcome back you guys, and we are going to head right into Crypto Geekology 20 questions right now. We switched it up at the beginning of the year, and I'm going to give these guys a subject that's set in the 80s or the 90s. I'm going to give them a broad category, and they're going to have 20 questions to get it. Unfortunately, Jamie had to step out, super busy, planning for you guys' vacation. Totally understandable, and I think she'll be happy that she's missing this one, because I don't know if she would be too helpful for you guys and you guys might be help help happy that you know although one of her crazy ant questions might have helped you but we'll see how that goes um <laughs> i'm not worried so, about it i'm not worried about it because colin's here so we're gonna get it. it's fine yeah. colin's magic uh, he undefeated really is magic what what okay i'm sorry whatever colin's last cat i can't even remember what the fuck it was colin the movie you picked movie. That none of us had even ever seen heard of or list or yeah sneakers whatever, dude. Oh, sneakers great god damn you dude, oh, he's great seriously that's, I, I don't count that as a loss still to right now, by the way. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, I'm going to give you guys a video game Ooh. set in our time period. Oh. Um, we're going to go in age order as far as questions go. So that is Alex, Caleb, then Colin. And I guess I'm keeping track of questions on my hands. So here we go. <laughs> I don't have any paper around me. I'm just sitting on, my, sitting on this couch. Okay, just anyway. use a Google Doc, man. I got you. You got your phone, yo. Oh. That's true. I'll Google Doc it. I'll put it in. in the, okay, here we go. All right, go for it, Caleb. What do you got? Or uh, Alex? Alex. God damn yeah, it. my name's Alex. Hi. Yeah. Hi. What's um, up, buddy? Hey, cool. Yeah, no, not not, not a whole lot. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, just here. Same, same, same story every week, right? Uh, was this video game made after January 1st, 1990? Yes. It's All right. 90s video game. Late 90s. Uh, hmm. Is this should we should we go with platform? 
Might be good. Yeah, I thought, the first thing I thought was like cartridge. Okay, um, is this a cartridge based game? Yes. Okay, so Super Nintendo right. or Genesis. Super Nintendo, Genesis, sixty four, sixty four, and sixty four, NES, yeah. all that shit. Virtual and Boy. also, and then also weird shit like. I don't know, like fucking. But we eliminated Sony. Neo Geo Pocket. <laughs> Neo Geo. They were yeah. still they were still pumping out Atari games, you know. Mm-hmm. Technically, um, I'm just gonna go. Is it a platformer? No. Hmm. All right, non-platformer cartridge game. Okay. Back From to the 90s. Uh, Was this on a uh, what was considered a home console unit, uh, i.e., Nintendo, Super Nintendo, that kind of shit, not a portable unit? Yes. All right. So, still, so SNES. Well, we still got a lot. Just you just eliminated essentially Game Boy and Game Gear. Game Gear. Game Gear. Right. <clears throat> is this guy, Is this game a franchise? Yes. Franchise. <clears throat> I'm gonna go. Did it appear on the N64? No. So it was earlier than that. Probably, I'm guessing this is a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see NES or, or Super Nintendo coming from Brandon for sure. Let's just nail the platform then. Uh, is okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's just go backwards. Is this a Super Nintendo game? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Super Nintendo game. Super is this Nintendo an RPG? No. Okay. Not a platformer. Not an RPG. Okay. Well, it's me now. Um, let's go with. Is it a? Um, is it primarily a multiplayer game? Um, no. Hmm. Is this a sports game? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a, a soft yes because it's not a traditional like sports we've been game. Here before. Yeah, it's not a traditional sports game. Hmm. So it's not NBA you, Jam. Just it's not like a fucking. It's not like a fucking Madden or something. You know. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Soft. Uh, yes, NHL '94. Right. Uh, what about that? Uh, I, what about that? What about I that? Told fight you mass? it's official. If I told you it's official, like genre listing, it would give it away. Okay. Mm. Mm. I wonder, is this a fighting game? No. Okay. Shit. Not a fighting game. That was 11. We're doing fine. Um, let's see. Oh, is it a driving game? No. Okay. Okay. So we're not we're... looking at Mario Kart. We're not looking at any other Shit. Damn. Okay. Uh, it's a Super Nintendo game, so I don't want to ask if it's an Eastern developer because, like, the odds of that are pretty, pretty fucking high. Yeah. Um, it's not primarily multiplayer, but may have multiplayer. We didn't really nail that down. Would you say that this was um, this was one of those very popular kind of like must have titles in that system, or, or or is a well remembered game? That's what we'll ask. Was this is this a well remembered game of the Super Nintendo era? I'd say so. Okay, hmm. it's well remembered by me. 
um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it spawned, it's this franchise. Oh, that's right, franchise, I forgot about that one. That's, that one's key. Yeah. Uh, so it did something. Not driving, but it's some sort of a... Kind of a sports thing. Franchise. So is it like an extreme game? Is it like uh, skateboarding or something like that? Mm. There weren't that many skateboarding games for Super Nintendo. That was more like a right. Nintendo thing. Um, but it had to turn into a franchise. I'm trying to think what kind of games Brandon likes. Uh, it's not a platformer. It's not an RPG. It's not a fighting game. It's not a sports game. <laughs> is this a puzzle game? No. Fourteen. Oh, Calling for fifteen. Yeah, I'm drawing blanks right now. It's so um, hard when you're on that side. I feel bad for you guys. I do. Is it? Oh well, this is probably bad because it's a franchise. So I was thinking, is it a gambling game? <laughs> for what? Is this Vegas stakes? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. But I won't ask that. Will I ask that? I don't know. Maybe I will. Uh, franchise. We already did, did Punch Out was already one, and that's kind of a franchise. <clears throat> yeah. Super Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. You don't quite Super got Punch the genre. Out, was this the first um, entry in the in the franchise? Yes, it's the first one. Okay. Mm. So its first iteration was on the Super Nintendo. Yes. It's a decent clue. Let's see. Okay. Uh, he says, pretty well-remembered, definitely well-remembered by Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good Franchise, game. first in the franchise. Um, not a platformer kills me. Not an RPG. Not Did we ask not RPG? Fighter. Yeah, we asked. Yeah. Okay. So, not platformer, not RPG. Not, not fighter. Fighting. Not sports game. Soft not a yes, puzzle game. Sports. Yeah, it's not a... It's not a, it's not a traditional sports game but what about shooting i'm thinking about like what about um wasn't there like a fucking hockey or a football game where you just beat the living snot out of each other <coughs> blades of steel but that's nintendo that's nintendo wow, shit um yeah. bill Ampere's full contact basketball yes that was the other one right Clearly not it, but i love that game it's such a cool game <laughs> what's a what's a what's a question we can have we burned through this real quick man i mean we've only been we've only been doing this yeah for... we're couple minutes let's uh you're at 15 right now so you have five questions to guess mm. what is this super nintendo I game still say we need genre yeah, yeah but what else can do. i pick from like i mean it's a soft like, soft yes on sports like what it's like, not racing right we we eliminate it's not racing because yep. i was saying <clears throat> f-zero for a second shit there. that's good though but uh, uh damn it's not a platformer I mean, other is it soft yes on sports? So would that make it? <laughs> is there a frisbee like, game? There's no wind jammers on Super Nintendo, bro. Yeah, that's oh, what I I'm wish. saying. <laughs> Dodgeball. Uh, damn, I don't know, man. Um, was it a fishing game? How about did this game? I don't know. I, it, this is a fucking useless question. Jesus, I'm sorry. Uh, was this game presented in a top-down or or isometric type uh, playstyle? Mm, akin to like, give me a um, gameplay example. Like, shit, man. Uh, like top down. Like, I don't know. Like fucking Bomberman. Like a like almost like Link to okay. the Past in a way. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, no. Hmm. So it's not Sim City, which is where I was going with that. Mm. 
Huh. Um, this is weird. He's going to say this game and I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I wonder how you guys uh, how you guys think about it. I know it's it's definitely a well-received game, but I don't know whether or not you guys necessarily liked, liked it as much as I did. Hmm. It's my turn. Oh. <clears throat> um. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm drawing blanks for questions. <laughs> so the question that came to my head is like, is is there water in this game? I don't know why that would be helpful, but like that would include like fishing or any boating games or anything like that. That would be. Oh, what I was Pilot Wings? Was that the Pilot Wings? Oh, was Pilot Wings. I think, yeah. that, I think that was first on sixty four, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, it was a super. It was a sixty four launch title. The only flying game like that would have been Star Fox with that Mode Seven chip, but that was. That's not a sports game in any way. Yeah. It's a great game. Yeah. It is a franchise starter, right? Yeah. Because wasn't, there wasn't a Star Fox on Nintendo. No. Is there a fox in this game? There's not. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of anthrop- anthropomorphic creatures. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I could have t- tied it in, but I didn't. Um, Maybe we should try to get character. Is it is a character human? Damn, that's a good one. Um, sports-like, so I would imagine, unless you play as a car man. Um, it's up to you. I right, think it's Colin? my question, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Colin's up, yeah. Yeah, as a character human. You are human. Cool. 18. You got two questions. One needs to be the answer. Okay. You're you you are digging you're digging the right hole. Well, digging the right hole. <laughs> is is this some sort of know. dig dug remake? No. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh It's not my beloved Harvest Moon because that is no way sport like. There is no, no. He'd have to say that was an RPG. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah I would have. Yeah. Um. Damn. <laughs> Is there a horse racing game? I'm sure um, there had to be like some sort of like licensed Kentucky Derby game or something. Right. Um. Fuck. We asked if it was driving. Right. It's not driving. Not driving. Okay. So that, elim- that eliminates like all those F1 games and shit like that. Um. There weren't many wrestling games on the Super Nintendo. I feel like there was one or two, Ooh. but I feel like there's got to be a wrestling game, right? I like that. Let's ask that. That's a, that's a yeah, it, yeah. Fuck it, man. Is this a wrestling game? Nope. Shit. Oh, Caleb, you got the answer. That would have that would have drawn a soft yes for a sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it would have. Caleb, hmm. all right. I got it. This is the last one, right? Uh huh. All right. I'm is just gonna 20? take a wild stab this in the question dark. Question number twenty. What is it? Is it California Games? It's not. That's NES. That man. was NES. That was an NES. Original. No, there was a Super Nintendo one as well. There was a Super, but this was the first iteration the of first. this franchise. Yeah. Well. All right. So Damn released it. on August twenty third, nineteen ninety one, for the Super Nintendo, which makes Alex very wrong. Was Pilot Wings? Oh shit! Really? You were there. You were there. I killed it. I ruined it for everyone. I ruined it for you everyone. You did. I thought for sure, like, as soon as you jumped in that, like, you were going to ask something to put you on track for Pilot Wings, but then you went Fuck. hard for the only S- 64. Yeah, yeah I there's there a, was one there's there's a Super SENES, a 64, a DS, and um, I think that's it, actually, for now. Oh, Damn, okay. dude. 
Damn. Pilot Wings. That was a fun game, though. I never played it for the Super Nintendo. I've, 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 oh, I've really? always I've spent my whole life thinking that was a 64 so, launch title. It's a funny, like, family joke. Uh, we had some. We were staying with some family friends in California one once, and uh, the kid had pilot wings for his '64, and his dad was like like a night shift cop, <coughs> and we we're up late when he was trying to get some sleep before he had to go in and playing pilot wings and just just going over it. And when you when you'd pass a level in pilot wings, you'd certify. You'd come across the screen, you certified. And mm-hmm. there was one where we just could not beat it for the longest time, and we finally did beat it, and all, and we just screamed in this room, "I certified!" Or like I think just my older brother did, and it woke him up, and he comes stomping down the hall and just knocks on the door. Oh no! <laughs> Get to bed. <laughs> it's still like a funny like little family thing. But yeah, you flew a light plane. It's like a mini game. I was wondering if you guys would go to like the mini game thing or mm-hmm. 3D graphics. I think would have helped you too. Um, oh, yeah, because it did use but, the Mode 7 chip. Yep. Light plane, skydiving, oh, rocket belt, and hang gliding. I ruined everything, you guys. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel, I feel bad. So there's there's pilot wings. We were there, and I discouraged. I actively said, don't do not do this. You actively oh, said, do I remember not. this title screen. I'm looking at it right now. Dude, it was a good game. I liked it a lot. Um, do we have any listener mail? Not this week. No, we don't. Uh, okay. But write in. Write us, guys. We're so lonely. People give us something. Listening. Give us something to yeah. talk about. Actually, I no, do. I do. Know. I do have a, a good bit of like listener feedback from from people who listen to the show and just, and just talk to me directly, but no no actual mail. But it's all. It seems cool. good. People are cool with it. No, we're good. We're having a good time, guys. We do want to hear from you guys. If you if you get this far in our show, we hope you do. So we hope you like crypto geekology. If you don't, you want us to cut it off. Email us. Let us know. Yeah, um, get get us get us whatever we want. We're kind of at that point where feedback is what we need. Um, and, and you guys will really motivate us and, and keep us going. Um, but we are part of the Ninja Pancake Network. Get on there. We hope that you listen to the Metal Gear Solid episode. And we had Remy Ransom on there, the man, the myth behind Ninja Pancake. Um, um, but they got Loot Shoot Lane, which is a division. Or no, that's the Blizzard yeah. right? Um, show. Bombshell Jackets, which is a division show. And uh, My Morning Coffee, which is Remy Ransom himself. Um, kind of just talking over his coffee, which is really cool. It's a, it's a good show. Um, we want to thank Speaker Freaks for the Geek Squatch theme that you're hearing in our intro and our outro every week. Um, go to iTunes and subscribe to Geek Squatch. And when you do that, guys, do us a favor and rate us and leave us a comment. And we will most likely be reading that over the air. And it just those help us out. Give us exposure. Um, throw us some stars. Um, visit the website at geeksquatch.com for um, the updates to the show. Email us at podcast at geeksquatch.com for any feedback. Or get on Twitter and shoot us a short little message on there at geeksquatchpod. And uh, let's see, you can get Alex at W.A. Hirsch on Twitter. You can get Caleb at CalebMCC. You can get Colin at Perkaline. And you can get me, Brandon, at Sesame Seed zero one and that's what we got for you guys we appreciate right. it thanks for hanging out Jossum <laughs> your brains your bros and your bike it's rock and <laughs>